Hello, everyone. It is Monday, December 9th, 2013. My name is Andrew. I'm Mark. And you are listening to episode 91 of Best of the Best. Mark, it is cold outside. It is, and rainy. Baby, it's cold outside. Yep. And Stay here and get date raped. Yeah, relatively. No means yes. Obviously, this is all relative to the people that are out in the... Uh, the tundra of the north that might be listening to this this episode or yeah. that listen Min- to the show. Minnesota is colder than Antarctica. Facebook but, told me. Um, it's uh, it for for California. It is uh, decidedly chilly, chilly for right now. Early December. We're talking mid forties in certain parts of the night and rainy. It is pretty rainy too. Um, which uh, I like it. I like the cold. I like I the cold too. weather. Yeah. It's, it uh, I, I like I like being able to I I don't like uh, wearing long sleeves a lot of the time but like when it's when it's used when it's like allowed yeah like when you when you have to use long sleeves because it's cold outside I enjoy that so you don't like long sleeves at a summer wedding correct okay awful all right I, if 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 I if I get married in the summer. It's all, everyone's wearing short sleeves. Tank tops. Uh, in fact, no sleeves. Yeah. Uh, it's just cut Tanks. off, just cut off uh, jeans and uh, and tank tops for mm-hmm. everybody. For So if, you know, if you're, if, get, line up, get in line for your tank top, all right? Go, you're David's bridal. Tanks for the memories. Ask for, you know, it's under my, yeah. it's under my name. Under the Krukowski. reservation's going to be under Krukowski. Just to ask them for the, the formal tank. Mm-hmm. The formal jean shorts. Yes. Uh, now I would suggest. Now this is the thing. Daisy I would Dukes. suggest buying the shoes. All yeah. Right? You don't. You don't want to deal with Might the. Because well the, the, I've the rental package. You come with Crocs, mm-hmm. but uh, it's you know it's the rental Crocs. You know yeah. you can pony up a couple bucks for a pair, a nice pair of black Crocs. And then you have them. Yeah. And then you got. How them. often do you need them? When you need to go to a formal tea party event mm-hmm. with your black Crocs. Yeah. Now you got them. You just slip them on and off don't you even go. Have to think about it. So. Um, expect that coming up pretty soon. Mark, it is December. Yes. December 9th, December 9th. Um, the year is quickly coming to a close. Now, I've been meaning to ask you about this. Yeah. I was told earlier in the year that this was our year. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking stock of it right now. Yeah. And I'm coming to the conclusion that... If this is our year, I worry about what a year is that isn't our year. Yeah. Um, no, it has definitely not been our year, actually. So you lied. So we lied, to, we lied to each other? I was mistaken. You were mistaken. Yes. But I'm next- sorry to have misled you. I think it's simply a matter of our year being delayed. It's Oh, it's, so it's simply been postponed. Yeah. Okay. We're still going to have a year. I hope we didn't miss it. I hope it, it wasn't like two years ago. So the year could have, our year could have already happened and we wouldn't know it. It is entirely possible that our year was two years ago. Oh, good. I don't even remember what I was doing two years ago. So it happened even before the show started? No. Glass House. Oh. Into HK. Oh, so you're saying. That might have been our year. Like five consistent months worth of work in one year is literally considered are the best year of our lives for me yeah and i was working before that too oh my i just is sad right i'm like i'm just no i'm just uh andrew i'm gonna go next year i'm just gonna go i have 
it on good authority that uh, next year it's been episode best the best will be email us to be a TV our podcast best year .com. next year um, it Stitcher. only gets better iTunes I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go yeah. all right um, actually I forgot my keys uh, so I guess might uh, as well stick around fucking man I don't even have anywhere to be I was just joking about yeah. that I got it's episode 91 of Best is the Best, everyone. It's going to be a good time. We're all so excited. Mark, we're talking about... Andrew, I am excited. This is a fun show. We're talking about... People are tuning in. People are tuning in. To listen to us. Yeah. You know, maybe... Maybe... The, you know, maybe... Think about our listeners. Think about the listeners. Yeah. Maybe they're having a really down day. And then they hear... And they're like... I just need some best of the best. Speaking Something of which, Mark, we did get a comment on our last episode, episode oh, we did? 90. Okay. That was odd. We yeah. got it from Superfan Mig. Of course. Mig has this to say. He says, I think there should be more rounds involving embarrassing or awkward personal stories. Mm-hmm. One, because they're entertaining. And two, because they pretty much guarantee a win for Mark. Hashtag Team Mark. Yeah. So I don't know how you feel about that. Mig, thanks for writing Thank in. You, Mig. And again, if anyone else would like to do the same, you can always email us at botbpodcast at gmail.com or you can leave a comment on the site. However... Yeah, I'll tell you exactly how I feel. Grateful. Grateful that you have so many embarrassing stories in the tank. I'm glad that Mig wrote in. I'm glad that Mig is on our team. Your team. Team Mark. Team Mark. Hashtag yeah. Team Mark. Yeah. How I actually feel. I've, I've thought about it. Like, do I just... do I Am I just more willing to bring that kind of shit out onto the table or have I actually just lived such an oblivious life for so long? I I, th- I think I, it's a mixture of both. I think I also see myself as like merely a character in my own life. Yeah. I think that's what it is that uh, this is, this is you explaining a funny story that happened to somebody else. Somebody who some horrible shares my sap. DNA. Yeah. Um, well, again, thanks, Meg. Thank if, if we could literally, if if we had, if we could turn the show into just that shows that last for days, I'm pretty sure we could come up with something. Yeah. Uh, but actually, this week, Mark, in uh, in lieu of a terrible, terrible episode of This American Life that I was listening to the other day, where I was um, I was doing what I was nor- I normally do. I was staff- stuff uh, I was stuffing my fat face. Yeah. Uh, and was it a burrito? It was not a burrito. Was, was it a burg? It was. It was getting my burg on. Of course. And I was in the car and I, I was listening that. to this episode of, of, uh, of This American Life, and they were talking about the concept of love, and um, specifically like nurturing love. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how scientists, um, scientists bef- in, in like the pre forties, used to conclude that like babies get more sick when you when you like handle them. So, like, they strongly suggested that, like, do not handle babies. Babies that get handled more get sick. So, like, if a baby is doing the baby thing and you feel the need to pick up a baby, do not pick up baby. Under no circumstance do you not, need to touch baby. Do not get baby on. You will you will end up killing baby if you hold a baby. So the baby would, like, slip out of her mom's vagina and they'd have a they'd like, have, they'd like, have like, an salad iso- like an isolation or? box exactly just they a would, paper box it was actually like, it was go. a trough that it would tumble out yeah. into and then they would just pick this thing up by the handles this basket and then just carry it home like don't touch this thing until at least seventh grade until it has a wife right yeah um 
but then uh, this this uh, uh, scientist came along. This um, behavioral uh, um, scientist came along and started experimenting on these monkeys, and he would do these things to show that like monkeys are pretty similar to humans and how they kind of relate to one another. Yeah, I ain't no monkey, Mark. And um, get your goddamn hands <laughs> off me, damn dirty ape. And uh, so they um, he set up this thing where he's got this baby chimp. And he's got like a like a, a cloth like, mother and a wire mother, yeah, and the wire mother has milk. Yeah. But the cloth mother doesn't, and yeah. so what he would find is this monkey would coddle with the the, the cloth the cloth mom yeah. for hours at a time, and then slip over when it was hungry, drink the milk as fast as possible, and then slip back and then right. coddle with the the cloth mother. If it could hold on to the cloth mother while drinking the milk. It would do that. Yeah. I'm like, familiar with it. Yeah, yeah. And so, and then they stepped it up. They stepped their game up a little bit more to the point where, like, they would just give it a single mother, mm-hmm. but the mother would, like, jut, would, uh, had these, like, rounded edges on mm-hmm. it. So the, the monkey would go up to it and hold on to this thing that, you know, essentially is its only mother figure. And this, these, like, these rounded spikes would kind of pop out. Yeah. And, like, like phys- it wouldn't would like shred this monkey apart, but it would like hurt them. Yeah, and they came to find out that like this monkey would app would like actively disengage from other actual monkeys to try and get this inanimate object mother figure. Yeah, to love them. Oh, that like they had another one that was like spring loaded that would like throw these monkeys Aww. that would just like toss these monkeys like a don't wake daddy exactly they pushed the alarm clock too many times the whole fucking thing f- sprung them out of the thing so here i am getting my fucking burg on like learning sobbing, about the nature of love sobbing, and listening to these terrible stories about these awful monkeys the, the awful things that happen to these terrible uh baby monkeys Here's the thing, Andrew. Yeah. It is sad to to think about, like, how they fuck up these baby monkeys. But I'd like you to keep in mind that at this time period, probably two halls down, two doors down, they were doing pretty much the same thing with live human children. Well, then... Because up until they the fo- they late fo- 60s, 70s, they were experimenting on children. They followed it up with the story that this, like, that these, this um, pair of parent this these parents... Yeah had um, adopted this child and uh, he was out of Romania Mm -hmm. and for the first seven years of his life all he did was sit in a crib Mm -hmm. with another kid yeah and so like the only reason they climbed out of the crib was to use the bathroom and to eat and then they climbed back in the crib and then they would sit and then that would that would be it yeah and like um how old seven so it's literally from they didn't try to teach them language or anything no i mean like i think they talked but like the parents like essentially all they did was just sit in these cribs all day with this other person and sleep sitting up and then they would like they talk with this kid and he's like i have this a faint idea of like what outside was yeah but like we didn't go outside and and so it's almost like uh was aristotle's uh idea of like the matrix you're chained in a cave yeah. and you're seeing shadows on the wall. Yeah. Like you have no perception of blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. The, the, yeah. Anyway, um, this, this couple adopted him for the first six months that they had adopted him. It was great. He would throw tantrums every once in a while, but they were teaching him like English and writing and all sorts of stuff. But then in March, his birthday rolled around mm-hmm. and he never, he never understood what a birthday was. Yeah. 
because all he'd known was sitting in this crib. Mm-hmm. So uh, they explained it to him, and it's he slowly dawned on him that like the idea of what parents are. Yeah, and so like he um, because because he didn't know his parents, he decided to get actively angry at his adoptive parents, believing them to be his actual parents. Right. Uh, even though then it was explained to him that it was like, no, no, your 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 parents mad dropped you else. off at an orphanage yeah. in Romania. Like, we're taking care we're of you. We're doing the right thing. But it didn't matter to the point where like he would just he would have like eight hour tantrums and break everything in his room and like give his mom black eyes and all sorts of stuff. Mm. And I don't know how it ended. I assume they burned down the house, killed everyone. Probably. Uh, but and that uh, young man's name. What is Ronald Reagan? Oh, my goodness. Now you know the, the rest, rest of, of the, the story. story. But imagine Ira Glass also telling the story. Uh, so Act two. I guess I have to give it up. <laughs> um, I guess you win that round, Andrew. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, the whole reason I bring it up is because we're talking about Donkey Kong this yeah, week. Yeah, there we go. So uh, that's why I, I, was, I wanted to think of happier monkeys. Today's so category. We're talking about Donkey Kong. The Kong is on the kong is on everybody mark uh best of the best is your only internet debate podcast where we talk about sad monkey things um of course we're talking about three topics this week under the banner of the kong is on so now you don't have to listen to this american life yeah i've, I've explained it to you it's a so, di- so when you ch- don't listen to it just listen, listen to, the, to another no, best of the best this is what happened mark i was getting my burg on yes. and i was trying to find a fucking radio station in los angeles that played christmas music I couldn't find one, and then I landed on this sad monkey story. Right. All right, so the person to blame is like K-Earth or K-Rock for not blasting Christmas songs for 24 hours a day. Andrew. I found some station out of San Diego like that was playing Christmas music, but the reception was terrible. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Cry Listen about to monkeys. sad monkey stories while I'm stuffing my sad fucking monkeys. fat face, all right? All right? Where's the burger from? It was from Burger King, all right? Okay. The king of burgers. Yeah. And the king of sad monkey stories. So you got a whopper? I got an angry whopper. Yeah, I was angry. During the angry whopper. <laughs> I was like, God, that's terrible monkey. No problem, sir. You got it. You got it, man. Uh, whatever you want. Whatever you want, man. Right. So, uh, everybody, you know the rules. You know uh, the rules. $25 uh, Wendy gift no card biting, on the line. No scratching. No and, eye gouges. Uh, Andrew is going to flip a coin. No fish hooks. There's a secondary prize, and that is uh, for one year. If anybody starts telling an angry monkey or sad monkey story, mm. you can say, hey, hey, I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need that shit. You can and only then they'll just stop. for a full year, though. For a f- you can do it every day for a full year, Got but it. after 365 days of winning, boy, you wish, wish you're gonna you wish. had that in your yeah. pocket right now. Yeah. Mark, I got my uh, can- standard, uh, well, standard coin here. Standard. Look, just give me this, all right? Okay, you just can have the coin if you want. It, all right? I just, it, was, it was kind of it was an intense night last night. <laughs> Mark, we have on the back our Hoover Dam, and on the front we have the uh, Pollute Indian. Mark, go ahead and call it in here. Here we go. Heads. It's going to come up tails. It is tails. Don't so. Mark, our first category Fucking here Kong. on Best of the Best, Episode 91, The Kong is on. We are talking about the best Donkey Kong game. Yes. Donkey Kong, of course, that lovable rascal ape mm-hmm. who is uh, always capturing Paulina. Yes. Or Pauline, I believe, is what her name is. And Mario has to go and save Pauline from the clutches of Donkey Kong. Jumpman, yes. And, uh, you know, there's other games, too. Mark, uh, I won the toss there, so I can elect to kick or receive. I'm going to receive. You're ready to go. Mark, the best Donkey Kong game is this. 
That was our first category, right? Donkey Kong game, yeah. 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 Did you announce that? I just did. Okay. For God, oh, for God's sake, just... You know, uh, all right, uh, here we go. I'm just... Um, Still reeling from the revelation that... Sad Monkey Stories, sad Angry monkey Whoppers, stories, and our, poor fucking our year just, might, just, might have already come and gone. Uh, Mark, the best Donkey Kong game is for Nintendo 64, and it is known as this, Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong Racing. It's your best Kong video game. Here's why, Mark. Are you... Are you high right now? What do you mean? This is the worst. Oh my god. I I can't believe what I'm hearing. Go on. Diddy Kong Racing produced by Rare yeah. in 1998, I want to say. Okay. Essentially one of the best kart racers of all time. Mhm. You got your um some could fly. Some you've got well you could do the planes. You could choose whatever of uh, of vehicle you wanted to in any level. Mm-hmm. You could use a hovercraft. Yes. Uh, assuming it wasn't air level. You could use a hovercraft, you could use a cart, you could use a plane. Mm-hmm. You could race plane against cart, hovercraft against plane, whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. Plus, story mode, you and your band of merry assholes are trying to take down the evil whiz pig. Mm-hmm. Alright? So it's like you, Diddy Kong, Banjo, Conker, Tip Top. All of them. Um, Dixie Kong? No. Diddy was the only Kong that was in the game. But uh, it didn't stop you from having a great time. Yeah. Uh, the the levels were were um, diverse. Were diverse. The music is fucking fantastic. It's mm-hmm. got a killer soundtrack, uh, and it's just a fun racer, especially mm-hmm. for especially since like kart racers, especially at the time, were pretty not great. Uh, you had Mario Kart sixty four. Yeah. You had Crash Team Racing on the PlayStation. Sure. And then you had this game specifically, mm-hmm. and I think. I think it's a it's a it's like a head to head match between Mario Kart sixty four and this. Were there weapons? There were weapons. You could get a rocket, mm-hmm. you could get multiple rockets. Cause what would happen is you would run over a balloon, a red balloon <clears throat> would decide what weapon you get. And then mm-hmm. if you held onto it and hit another red balloon, you could uh, upgrade the weapon. Mm. And if you hit a third red balloon without firing it, it got to its maximum upgrade. So it was like one rocket and then multiple rockets and then like a homing rocket. Yeah. Or there was another one that was like a shield and then a shield that lasts longer and then like invincibility shield. Mm-hmm. So uh, Diddy Kong Racing for the Nintendo 64, I am willing to say is the best Kong video game. Right. And you did say it. I did. Because I'm right. Okay. Andrew, the best <clears throat> Donkey Kong video game is Donkey Kong Country for the Super Nintendo. Oh, I'm so ready to take this game apart. Now, here's the thing. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Uh, one of the f- earlier games to use pre-rendered 3D in addition to actual 3D moving characters. Uh, it was it was a 2D game, but yeah. they had 3D rendered sprites. Right. So it's like if Mario had been rendered on a computer, mm-hmm. but it wasn't technically 3D. Mm, no. Right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, they don't. I. All right. Keep going. It was one of it was an early it was one it was one of those great games that said, you know what, here's a property that we seem to own. Yeah. And let's take it in a different direction. Let's We're, yeah. You know, we did it to Mario, let's do it to the bad guy in the story too. Mm-hmm. Let's put an, a, a nice tie on him. Yeah. And it says DK on it. It says DK in case 
he loses it, I guess, but everybody else on the island has the same initials, so I feel like it would only cause more confusion. Now, it's interesting, in that game, Donkey Kong in that game is actually Donkey Kong Jr. Cranky Kong yes. is the original Donkey Kong. Yes, yes. I, mean, I was going to talk about Cranky Kong. Okay. But I won't. <laughs> um, moving on. Moving on. It was a fun game. It was one of those early games where you would have, you know, like... You have two characters, but it's not like Contra where they're exactly the same but different colors. Like Diddy was faster. Diddy was faster, uh, but and uh, more agile. But Donkey Kong had the power. Yeah, Donkey Kong could do like he a could, the downward slam, and he could um, he could kill an enemy with one hit. Where for a lot he, of them, he could Diddy, kill. Yeah, he could kill the bigger guys, but Diddy would bounce right off. Yeah, those big fat guys. Yeah, and big old fat guy. The mineral found alligator. Uh, it had a lot of fun. There were a lot of great elements with it, with the barrels being shot off in different directions. Remember, you'd have to yeah, because it was time a plat- It was a platformer that also involved certain timing elements. That was really fun. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I remember about it, and this is a very firm memory, um, was that my brother, my older brother, had a Nintendo Power subscription, and he was mailed a VHS tape in a box with leaves on it i had that tape you had it too yeah and, and it, it was, was the guy the guy in like a kong like you like it was like a it was a guy that was dressed like donkey kong like trying to break into nintendo yeah yeah and, and then they was, were like showing clips of the game as well but it was this 30 minute advertisement for this game that was gonna rock your fucking pants off yeah Here we are today on our way to Redmond, Washington to take an exclusive insider's look at Nintendo's new revolutionary yet unreleased game, Donkey Kong Country. Where do they get a load of us? <laughs> Guys, a lot, of, it was, a lot of extreme 90s editing. In yeah, there. and then it teased out, I think at the end after the credits, Killer, Killer Instinct, Instinct, which yes. was a big, big deal back then. I remember all this, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and we still... we I don't know if... We, we probably don't still have it, but I remember seeing this tape when I was a little kid and being like, I wonder what this is, and pop it in. I'm like, oh, my, oh God. my God. Everything will change. Oh, God. So uh, you say... So advertising, Donkey-, Donkey Kong, it's a fun game. It's a great platformer. And Diddy Kong Racing is what you would pick up at Blockbuster when your copy of uh, Mario cart so wasn't full working of shit so full of shit mark final arguments or star wars episode one racer oh god what the worst game that game was atrocious game uh mark uh donkey kong country does not hold up i don't think it holds up anymore you don't it think looks, so it looks bad like that this everything is, you had that was you had to have the no that was 64 you had to have the, the, you had, the you had to have the expansion pack. pack which gave you four more ram you know why they included that? Uh, they did an interview with those guys at Rare, and Donkey Kong 64 was this video game that had this big thing that was like, it has an expansion pack. Yeah. And the only reason that they included it with the game is because they literally couldn't find a way to get it to run on the standard hardware without it crashing. Yeah. It would, like, they physically had to, to put it in there in order to get the game to run. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, but Donkey Kong 64 Donkey Kong Country sucks. Donkey Kong 64 sucks. It sucks. It's, it's a bad nothing game. but a collection. It's it is a collection. You're going through the same. Ep- doing, same it sucks. You, you have to do the same thing five times because yeah. there's five different characters in the game. Each of them have their own collectibles. You have to go through the level five fucking times. It's 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 a big pain in the ass. The only good thing that comes from that is the DK rap at the beginning of the game. Of course. However, however. Donkey Kong Country, mm-hmm. I feel like doesn't hold up. Like those 3D graphics, yeah, that you were touting originally, look like garbage. Everything looks. I mean, nowadays, yeah. No, did I? So, uh, Mario Kart. Every Mario Kart, except for Mario the uh, Mario Kart 64, does the same thing. Those sprites look like crap. Yeah. Like it's all 3D. It's 3D rendered, but not in game. Like it's a sprite on the front of the screen. Yes. So everything has got this weird. It looks grainy and it looks pixelated. Yes. Diddy Kong Racing, however, uses actual physical models on all of their characters, and uh, the game I think holds up a little bit better for it. Now here's 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 the thing though, Donkey Kong Country. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you beat Donkey Kong Country? Yeah, I, I remember. I remember a lot of my childhood was spent playing that this particular game. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end, and you go to King Karul's boat, mm-hmm. his pirate ship. You defeat him, and then Donkey Kong gets his banana horde back. Yeah, and it's just him lounging, like at the end of um, Splash Mountain. Spoiler, sorry. <laughs> um, you're like, I did it. I did it. I did it, everybody. We did it. That was Donkey Kong GR. Yeah. Getting his, getting his getting banana, banana horde back. Diddy Kong, have you played Diddy Kong Racing? I've played it. I haven't beaten it all the way. What no. happens when you beat it? Well, uh, you beat Wizpig. You oh, defeat Wizpig. And, uh, you know, all the characters enjoy themselves. I'm imagining just the giant pig from um, Pink Floyd albums. <laughs> right? Now, Wizpig, uh, Wizpig didn't even like race in a. Or he, he at one point he races on a rocket, but oh. the first time you face him, he just runs. He just he just sprints. <laughs> it's just this weird like pig thing. Pig animation. Um, but like Diddy Kong Racing is a good way to like it was competitive. Mm-hmm. Like if you were just bumbling through in the fir- in player one kind of mode, yeah. you know, getting through all the the stuff, like that was fun. But then other people are over, and you're like, okay, let's do this. Four players. Yeah. You know, let's do Load a party it style. Did yeah. he, Donkey Kong Country doesn't have that that uh, uh, well, multiplayer, complete... single player kind of aspect to it. It's a completely different game. It's a platformer. It did have, it did have, hmm. if you want to talk about like multiplayer options, it had two multiplayer options. You could do co-op mode yeah. where one's Diddy and one's Donkey Kong. In my family, I was Diddy, which means I played for about 20 seconds and then I died. Sure. And then my older brothers would pick up the thing and be like, all right, here we go again. <laughs> um, or you could do head-to-head, which was where you took turns playing the same level in a uh, like a timer challenge. Mm. But also, Andrew, the thing you're always talking about is historical precedence. Do you have Diddy Kong Racing without Donkey Kong Country? Not necessarily. No, you don't. Also... Donkey Kong Country is the best one of the original three Donkey Kong games because it's the only one that still features Donkey Kong. The, the other two got go to, a little sloppy. You go to Don, Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong Country 2, Diddy's Kong Diddy Quest. And, Diddy and Dixie, and then That's the third Diddy. one is Dixie. Dixie and, and um, Which I didn't understand. I was like, why are you getting rid of all these other characters? Dixie and Tiny? 
Tiny sounds right. I, I think that's who it is. It's a, he's like a baby. Yeah. But he's like the Donkey Kong in this. But um, all right. I guess I can give it up. Uh, the music in Donkey Kong Country is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still don't think it looks that great. I still don't. I still think it look. It's a rough. It's a rough looking game now. Yeah. Like to think back to 1994 when it came out and like. Because the big thing that year was Donkey Kong Country or Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. Which one do you do? Which one do you do? Pick a side. But uh, the one, the people that picked Donkey Kong Country are like, look, this is the future, mm-hmm. 3D. But you look at it now, and it's just it, it's all it's just chunky. It's, yeah. I, th- I think that's that. I think actually that's his name, Chunky Kong. No, Tiny. I think it's Tiny. Anyway, okay. 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 Moving on, Mark. Uh, we are talking about Donkey Kong. The Kong is on. Mm-hmm. Mark, our second category is this. We are talking about the best member of the Kong family. Yes. I went first in that first round, which means you go first in the second round. Mark, give us the best Kong. Andrew, the best Kong in the Kong family is Cranky Kong. Cranky Kong. Uh, as you had mentioned, he play he Cranky Kong is this old donkey kong he has a cane he has a long beard and he's just angry yeah he's like just a grumpy dad he's a curmudgeon and it was always funny to me because in the game you you go to cranky for like advice on what to do in the levels and all of this stuff and you just have this wall of text coming at you as he's like damn kids back in my day Mm-hmm. When we, and he was he was also one of the it was the kind of thing with like Daredevil or CM Punk where like they're aware no not Daredevil um Deadpool Deadpool where they see they seem to be the only ones they that are aware that, that they are in a, in a video game yeah and CM Punk is the only one that seems to be aware that he is in a wrestling he's in a wrestling show yeah. uh, uh yes and he would uh, sit there and he'd hit Donkey Kong in the head it, with his cane he did Donkey Kong, and Donkey Kong wouldn't say anything back for whatever reason Donkey Kong was the only Kong who wouldn't speak. Donkey Kong can really only say his name. He's yeah. like Scooby Doo. Well, no, Scooby Doo can talk. He's like he's like a Pokemon. He is. He can only really say his name. And then smack the table. Yeah. Um. And Cranky Kong would talk about how like now there's it, one of the funny things that I one of the funny bits of text that I remember is Cranky Kong talking about how great these graphics are. <laughs> and he was like, so many colors. Back in my day, we had sixty shades of gray. Mm-hmm. And that joke killed me as like a kid because I was like, he's talking about the game, the game itself. He's got a su- he has a Super Nintendo in his place. He's playing it. He also has a, a Killer Instinct cabinet, if yeah. I remember correctly, and a big Nintendo sign. And um, so you say Cranky Kong, Cranky Kong for comedic relief. He was also amongst the more helpful ones. I guess really the most helpful was the girl. Candy, Candy Kong, who was for your save points. Yeah, like, you don't have a game. This thing is like it's like fifty levels long or forty levels long. You need save points. Mm-hmm. So you say Cranky Kong, Cranky Kong. I also like that he is the original Donkey Kong from the <coughs> original, uh, original you know, Jump Man of Donkey Kong fame. Mark, the best Kong is this. The best Kong is. Funky Kong. Funky Kong. Funky Kong. Now, in the original Donkey Kong Country, see, somehow, this is... go ahead. Somehow, in a game about animals, we still have a racial caricature. 
in the form of Funky Kong. He's like um, he's like a surfer. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No, he is. Yeah. He's got. I mean, he's got That's like a he's like a surfer. Yeah, yeah. He's like a surfer type dude. Uh, Funky Kong is um it's weird because when the donkey kong country came out they were like well we haven't really done much with donkey kong in several years all all we really know about the extended donkey kong family mm-hmm. is there donkey kong and donkey kong jr yeah that's it jr wears like a like a smock or something uh i think it was the, like a it wasn't a onesie it was like overalls right and so like donkey kong jr like is the one that appears in super yes. mario kart but he's Yes, yes, in his jumper. And uh, so now when Donkey Kong Country comes out, we like kind of need more Kong. So yeah. like Diddy gets invented, Funky or Candy, Cranky is kind of made a new character. Mm-hmm. And so now we have Funky Kong. Right. What does Funky Kong do? I'll tell you what he does. He had the armory. Funky Kong gets you around. Yeah. Funky uh, has a flying barrel. Mm-hmm. And you can travel to anywhere on the map mm-hmm. that uh, you haven't you haven't explored yet, or that you've already explored, I should say. Yeah, so yeah. you want to get back to a previous level to collect something that you might have missed. You can jump in this barrel, fly fly right to it. Barrel plane, I think it was. It was called. a barrel. Yeah, there was a barrel. You jumped in a barrel, had wings and a nose cone. Yeah. So, and that's in the first one. The third, second one, I think I believe he does the same function. The third one, he now he's like an, I don't know, more of an outdoorsman. Yeah. Sells. Uh, um, I think he does fly, he does flight, but he also does sells you like boats and stuff like that. Yeah. Then we get to Donkey Kong 64, where now he's more of a military man, all right? He's read <laughs> yeah. a couple pamphlets, he's kind of gotten concerned about immigration. The government is encroaching in on yeah. our ability to have guns, and so mm-hmm. now he's doubled down on it and he will sell you ammunition and guns, cannons. Can't bazookas, yeah. handguns, whatever you want. Plus the plus the ammunition, which they, comes in the form of fruit, or coconuts. I feel coconuts, like. peanuts. That, that one had a multiplayer option. Yes, it did, and you could. It was like Goldeneye almost, whereas like first person shooter. Probably a Goldeneye mapped uh, the skins on it. Donkey Kong shot coconuts. Mm-hmm. Diddy was peanuts. Lanky was grapes, I believe, and then there that was right. pineapples and something else. Anyway, uh, um. And then he's been he's appeared in other games too mm-hmm. that Cranky can't uh, can't can't uh, do say that he's appeared in any other games other than the Donkey Kong franchise. Can he? Um, no, I suppose not. Funky is in Mario Mario uh, Super Mario Sluggers playing baseball. Is he? Yeah, Funky Kong. Funky Kong, and huh. he's in Mario Kart Wii, racing on a big old motorcycle. Is Donkey Kong in Mario Kart Wii? Yes, because for a long, for the long, wasn't Mar- wasn't Donkey Kong always in some form in there? Donkey Kong was in those games. Yeah, Donkey Kong Junior was in the in Super Mario. Then it was just plain old Donkey Kong yeah. was in all the other ones. He's not in. Um, he's not. A, he's not playable in like Mario Party after like the third one. Smash Brothers. He's in Smash Brothers. Donkey Kong, we're talking about. Yes, Donkey Kong's in Smash Brothers. From but the Funky beginning. Kong, Funky Kong is not in. Breaks Smash. through the wall and is in Sluggers. He's in Super Mario Sluggers for the Wii, and he's in Mario Kart Wii as a playable character. Which one is what is Sluggers? Sluggers is, is a baseball a baseball game? game. Yeah. Is he good? He's all right. You know, you got. Uh, he's he, got distance on him. Yeah, you can play as Dixie, Diddy, Donkey, Funky, King but not K. Cranky. You can, you can play as King K. Rule. If you wanted to play as one of the Kremlings, cranky. 
but not cranky. Mark, final arguments. Funky is a well-rounded character, Mark. Mm-hmm. He's gone through a bit of changes. You know, he's more of a free spirit back in the 90s. Yeah. Then we get to about 99, 2000. Starts worrying about Y2K. Mm-hmm. Got to stock up on guns. Yeah. Get those guns. Mm-hmm. All them guns. Andrew. How many guns? All of them. All the guns. I like... I do have to concede on this point because I do like a, a character arc. I like yeah. a, I like to see a character change as I grow up. Um, well, yeah, I this, bet I would have liked the Harry Potter books if I had read them growing up because I guess that's what happens. He's this free spirit that just so, sell, allows you to jump in this barrel plane. You want to use my plane? Yeah, use go my right plane. ahead. Fuck but it. Now I don't we care. go. We move on to ninety nine, two thousand, and then he becomes that guy who's He's like. like Look, man, you got gold. I've been listening to Rush Limbaugh. I got a bug out bag. Get a bug out bag. Yeah. Get a bug out bag. You should right? be ready. A lot of portable water. You make sure you got a bug out bag in every place you go. It kind of seems like he's the only one who's learned that King K. Cruel mm-hmm. will keep coming back. Yeah. And he he's like, always... we need to be ready. Yeah. We need to arm up. It's Donkey Kong. But he, he also. He hasn't even changed the locks. Here's the on other his thing. His banana horde. Here's the other thing, Mark. He believes in guns, but he also believes in the free market. Yeah. All right. So it's not like he's not just going to hand over all these guns just to hand over guns. All right. Yeah. He's just, you know, you got to get a little bit of something for me. Do you think, did he make his change about the time that the factor came on? <laughs> well, no, well, I, yeah, sure. Yeah. The, the, the rise was, of the rise of Fox News. Like he yeah. just started really watching it and just saying to himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. This makes sense. You know, I'm, they could come in and steal all of our stuff. Mm-hmm. You got this. You got all these Kremlings mm-hmm. coming in, taking all our jobs, and then and then what? And then what? The country itself, Donkey Kong, the Donkey Kong country, Donkey Kong country, start going to take and start taking our guns. Yeah. All right, they're going to yeah. come first. Uh, first, it's the guns. They always take away the guns. Yeah. And then I said nothing. Then they came for <laughs> my other guns. Yeah. And I also said nothing. I also said nothing. But then they came for my other other set of guns. My main guns. And then I said something. Then I, but it was too late. But it's too late. They got all the guns. So, they took all my guns. Yeah. I concede because I like that he becomes a um, a Republican, I guess. Basically, yeah. He's He was like freewheeling in the 90s. Partying. Freewheeling in the 90s, and then he grew up. Yeah. Right? You know, and then he yeah. looks back at himself in 94 and is like, oh, how embarrassing. Who was that person? So sad. And he's got like bandoliers and like ray-ban sunglasses mark we're gonna move on to our final topic here on best of the best episode 91 we're talking about donkey kong of course this is our mystery topic yes we We don't don't know know what it is we have no idea clear no idea it could be more it could be tell the best sad monkey story we don't know (sighs) it better not be i think i got a leg andrew might have a leg up mark here's an interesting thing i was listening to i was listening to npr my pick for best sad monkey story would be the video of the monkey peeing into his own mouth (laughs) He seems to be enjoying it. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I know he's not sad, but that's my pick. I like it. Uh, I was listening to NPR, and I was listening to, of course, this American, this American Life. Yeah. Ira Glass. But then afterwards, I was listening to those uh, productions that they do that you're just kind of flipping through the station, and for some reason on a Friday night at, like, 1130, there's some, like, audio production of, like, our town yeah or i've heard this the thir- um thoroughly the modern millie yeah yeah and so it's and it's weird because they're doing it as a radio play i mean mm-hmm. who the fuck does that in 2013 I mean, it's really stupid i mean it's just awful people would want to put together something that only you could hear in like at, like with a plot and all audio. sorts of stuff it's yeah. stupid it is stupid 
Anyway, I was listening to this, and they were putting on a performance of a play that I'd never even heard of. What was the name of that play? You know what the name of that play was? Tell me. The best moment in A Fistful of Quarters, <laughs> The King of Kong. I see. Which... Um, Seemed awfully specific. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was. Was it? Was I, it? I, I could have misinterpreted it because I was sobbing and eating a burg yeah. in my car at the time. Was so. it like a kitchen sink drama too? Like they never mention it. It's just a family. Yeah, of, it's know. and it's real. It's kind of boring. It's, yeah. it's like it's a lot of. It's the only sound effect they use is like footsteps and like door open and close and like. Welcome wanna, back, ma. Yeah, and then I want to hear. I want to hear like gunshots and like like What's sirens that? and. Don't oh, come any closer now. Pop, pop, pop. Oh, you got me. Pop. Uh, stuff like that but mark um because it's our final category we have to flip our coin again to decide who goes first in this final round go ahead and call it in the air here we go heads no i wanted tails tails it is God. mark i never learned i'm gonna receive you're ready to go mark the best moment in a fist the king of kong a fistful of quarters which i want to preface this by the way uh, uh, King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters. If you haven't seen this documentary, I, I su- strongly suggest that you go out and watch it. It's Even if you're not interested in video games, it is a weird, weird documentary about these two guys. I think it's the documentary that I've seen more than any... I think I've seen that documentary more than any other documentary. You've got these two guys, Billy Mitchell and Steve Wiebe, yeah. who are competing with each other to... Uh, um, break the high score record in donkey kong now i'm, I'm uh, what is it 2004 it came out in 07 okay now um i say this because donkey kong only has a finite number of levels yes the original arcade the original donkey kong. arcade donkey kong has only a finite number of levels and uh the the levels repeat and repeat and repeat yeah. but because of the way the game is set up it only goes to a certain a certain screen and then the game just hard locks and it's done yeah you die over and over again now this is known as a kill screen right which leads me to my best moment in the king of kong a fist full of quarters now at a certain point steve Wiebe is our the protagonist in this uh ostensibly in in this movie is that it's this family guy who, school teacher down on his luck who gets really good at donkey kong and is trying to break this high score now through happenstance he does but the governing body at twin galaxies doesn't uh acknowledge ex- it. accept it now we have the other guy we have this other guy this billy mitchell billy mitchell is this weird character he's one of the greatest one of the greatest villains he is <laughs> in any film i would say haired goateed kind of scummy kind of guy like he's always he, kind of on the grift like everything looking has for the an, next thing Whatever suit or uniform he's wearing, there is an American flag somewhere on it, whether it's a tie or a T-shirt or a button. Yeah, exactly. And he also, he at one point held the record. For many years. For Donkey Kong. And so this movie is kind of him through subterfuge, and the implication is through subterfuge, is trying to keep himself as the number one record holder. Right, because he he holds it in multiple things. Yes. He holds it in Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., like Galaga, and he's also on the governing body that votes on whether or not Bill to accept accept Steve's these records. records. So Steve Steve submits this video of him breaking the record, but they believe because there's no there wasn't like a official watching it, they can't accept it. Yeah. But later in the later in the movie, Billy does the same thing, 
And it's okay. And it's accepted as the record for Even though the game. There's some very obvious like video editing. There's going like on. weird tracking marks on it and it's there's issues with it. Mm. Um but it brings me to my best moment in, in the King of Kong a fistful of quarters where Steve has shown up and he is trying to break the record at Twin Galaxies. At an arcade. At an arcade. And um Brian Koo is a friend of Billy Mitchell. Right. And it's a stressful moment. There's only you can only really do like you have to be kind of in the zone. You have to be in the zone and play this game and and like outside distractions obviously are going to hamper your ability to play. Yeah. But so, as Billy's playing or as, as Steve, Steve is, is playing, as we keep, Steve is playing, we keep cutting to Billy or we keep Brian. Cutting, we keep cutting to Brian calling telling people just he's going up to random people in the yeah. arcade and he keeps saying Anybody wants to see, there's a Donkey Kong kill screen coming up. Uh, there's a Donkey Kong kill screen coming up, if anybody wants to watch. you got to be able to perform in the show with someone who's a contender, staring straight at you, staring at the game, possibly even playing mind games with you. I mean, it's all it's part of being a champion. You have to overcome it. There's a potential Donkey Kong kill screen, if you want to watch. Kill screen coming up on Donkey Kong. Yeah, Donkey Kong kill screen. Yeah, kill screen. Like, uh, if you're like interested, 10 minutes. there's like a kill screen coming up for Donkey Kong. And so he's assembling, like, even though Steve has gone out of his way to say, like, I'm just, like, I'm, I have to focus on yeah. this. Brian is collecting all of these people to come in and watch a kill screen come up. And it's, it's, it seems, it's so out of place because, like, obviously the guy wants to concentrate. Yeah. But Brian is go actively going to people that he doesn't know, random strangers in this arcade, to bring them over to Donkey right. Kong to watch this kill screen come up. You're playing Time Crisis too. You're yeah. You're just you're there. Just you're there. Just playing a, a this pinball. This guy walks up to you and he's like, like "Hey, hey, uh, hey man, kill screen coming kill up, screen on, Donkey coming up Kong. on Donkey Kong," and then and just, just like, walks oh, away. And you're like, "What the fuck is a kill screen? I don't, I don't know. Well, it sounds interesting. All right. I'm, I'm I'm interested in death. So then you go and check out this guy who's got this." six-figured score at this point in right. Donkey Kong, and you're like, oh, he's doing really well. So we'll sit here and, and watch him and gather this big crowd, yeah. and now all this attention is on Steve. But it's such a, such a, like, such a weird, shitty, funny moment in this movie that this little, this kind of weaselly guy is, like, going around just telling people, hey, man, kill, kill screen coming up, yeah. kill screen, kill screen coming up. So that's the best moment in the King of Kong, a fistful of quarters. He's also calling. He's talking. He's also yeah. He's trying to bring other people outside the place too. No, he he calls. Doesn't he call Billy? Yeah, he and does. He's like giving him updates, and he's like, "This guy's he's doing really good." Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know. But it's like that's the all, most of the hilarity of the movie comes from the fact that this guy has a crony. Yeah, he's for got... a video game thing. Whereas, like, if you held a, if you Andrew held a record. I don't know, like most, most sad monkey stories told in an hour. Told in an hour, yeah. And and somebody else might break it. I probably wouldn't go. Like I wouldn't. I'd be like, I'm. I don't care. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> Why is yeah. It? But this guy actually has a. He's got a guy to go ch- scope to go it out for. Scope him. it out. Like, and you gotta get down here, man. There's a kill screen coming yeah, up. Actively try and stop this guy. But I'm the, surprised. Pull, pull the block. Pull the block. Throw, throw the breakers. I don't care. Yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't like crash his car into a <laughs> transformer just for just for billing. Uh, but it's it's a very funny moment in that in that mm-hmm. movie but i'd say that that moment is the one that stuck with me the most and made me laugh the most because he's such such a weasel like 
It's 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 like he's it's walking. like classic literature of like this this like crony. It's like um, uh, um, I can't even like Gaston P- and his, Polonius. Yeah, he's got this like little little Not, weasel. Well, Polonius is from Hamlet. Yeah, but Gaston's little guy. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember from, what his name. Yeah, from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. So he's got this little weaselly guy that's doing all the dirty work for him. Right. So I say that's the best moment. Uh. Andrew, good pick. It's a great movie. It's filled with great moments. Uh, for my money, the best moment in... I think I know what you're going to say. You, you think you do, because I think I've talked about it on the show before. But um, I think it's as Steve is driving to Twin Galaxies, either the first or the second time. He's driving down there, and he has a little... He has a daughter who's like in the fifth grade or whatever. He has a, he has a little girl with him. And she's talking to her dad, Steve, mm-hmm. and she says, "Yeah, so." And I remember the Genesis for breakup was so. I never knew it was so important. The Genesis. A lot of people are. Yeah, people. A lot of people read that book. Some people sort of ruin their lives to be in there. A lot of people ruin their lives trying to get in that. <laughs> and then it's silence. Just that, like. <laughs> Car silence of like hear them as the dad's like <laughs> yeah, yeah let, me, let me just so. let me just see if i got christmas music on here Christmas let me just care. go through the sad monkey sad story, monkey story crank it here we go you want to talk about great literature that is just such a beautiful moment in that movie because in my mind the girl is young enough to where she heard her mother's Say, say something this. like this and all she's doing is repeating and, it yeah so it's like he knows what his wife really thinks about all of this and how he's like because it is really like sad and like her it's sad when you think about like what billy does in order to achieve this because i think he starts playing when he loses his job right he's he was a he was an engineer at boeing right and he loses his job and so he, he just becomes like a to, substitute teacher or something yeah he becomes a science teacher and then he just starts sinking his spare time into trying to become the best in the world at, at this thing donkey kong which he is and like his wife says like he is good at it he is really good at it i don't know how mm-hmm. he does it but like what are the skills of this? I don't like know what, why this aside is... Aside from a name in a book somewhere, yeah. what is this going to... What is this going to earn you? So, for me, that little exchange between him and his kid, it's it's like Hemingway's, you know, baby shoes. Never used. Never, for sale. For sale, never baby used. Baby shoes, never yeah. used. It's just so knotted in meaning and so deep with just subtext. Because he's also obviously trying to be like, look at what daddy did. You know, look up to your father. Mm-hmm. And the little the little girl is just like, yeah, this might not be worth it, dad. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that it, it doesn't cut for, I think we stay with that moment. It's the silent, yeah, we for, just hear this, the droning of the car. Um, and just... <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you're redlining. <laughs> you're sweating. I think it's like 35 through here. You're going. I, I, you're buried the needle. Buried right the needle there. <laughs> Guys, guy in the crosswalk seems kind of angry. Yep. Yeah, that's a white cane. I think that means he's oh, and, and he's, he's dead. Down. And you got him. Mark, f- uh, final arguments. I originally thought I thought you were going to pick the moment. There's a moment in the uh, video that is shown 
of um, Steve beating the uh, the high score record, and it's like this wide shot of this camcorder that he set up in his garage of him playing this. Yeah. And as he's playing, you can hear his child yelling in the background, <laughs> Dad! Dad, come wipe my butt. Dad! <laughs> and you hear the really loud, like, Mario Kart, uh, no, not Mario Kart, uh, Donkey Kong game noise. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm done. I'm going to do it. Come wipe my butt. Come wipe my butt. And then you see the intensity on his face as he's like, I just want to beat this fucking game. Final arguments, though, Mark. That's a, that is a good. All of, there's a lot of good character moments in that in that movie. Yeah, but I think that's what makes it such a compelling documentary. Is is that we can even though it's a topic that maybe we all can't relate to, and that some of us don't play video games, or some of us can't understand. Even if we do enjoy video games, like what is it that drives? You know, it's these these people that are driven to the brink of obsession to, to literally, yeah. literally break this game down into its its bits, mm-hmm. like into the ones and zeros that put this game together. Yeah, and they have it's it's crazy. It's 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 insane. It like it's literal insanity that somebody would <laughs> want screen. to to make this to be the best. But then we have all of these characters that surround this obsession. Yeah. And um, I don't know. There's something to me though of that it's like shitty and underhanded, and but at the same time uplifting as well because Steve actually goes on to hit the kill screen. Yeah, because like you can only it, like if you there's if you die or if you get like they they talk about this in the movie that it's it's random enough that you have to kind of read the patterns that come up in this game right to understand like the best run. To get to the high, the top score that you want to get. But as I as I recall, he gets the high score and then he gets the kill screen, right? So it's like the cherry on top is the kill kill screen. Well, he gets to a kill screen, but he doesn't get the he doesn't get the top score, if I remember correctly. I thought he gets it, but then, so then he gets the title for like twenty minutes because Billy sent in a tape. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then they go in the back room, they watch the tape, and they're like, "Well." It, the record got broken two times tonight, and oh, Billy's that, yeah. got the record now. <laughs> so fuck off. Yeah, uh, but there's just it's it's like all of the elements coming together yeah. in that singular scene, where it's like here you've got Steve putting this thing together, like actually doing the thing. Yeah, you've got Billy, who is this non-entity, who is who is not the, even there, but is like hovering. Like the emperor. He's like hovering like a specter <laughs> over the whole thing. Yeah. He's got his his cronies that are inserted into this to try and like sabotage the whole affair by calling all this attention to this kill screen mm-hmm. coming up and drumming up all of this unnecessary uh, observation that it's like you just kind of want to because this guy is used to playing. I think he brings this up as well is that he's used to playing by himself in his garage, but yeah. now here he is in the public in this arcade trying to do this, mm-hmm. and then. Um, you've got you've got the kill screen that happens, the the triumph that that occurs, but then the immediate undercutting of this shitty guy Billy Mitchell, yeah. like coming in underhandedly. And the director, I was reading on on in in like an interview that the director of this movie said that like Billy Mitchell is more of a scumbag than this movie lets on, because in this movie, <laughs> in this movie. Billy Mitchell is kind of seen as he's the like he's the villain, yeah. But he's this like weird eccentric kind of uh, guy, yeah. That, like 
you can he's like being villainous but at the same time he's he's like he's more like snidely whiplash exactly exactly like an actual threat guy that you can't take seriously but he's he's the bad guy right but in in reality like he's he's a lot scummier than than maybe the movie lets on yeah and there have been some calls into question about the and like the accuracy of the movie and that like it's a documentary. Steve is Steve held the record for longer than the movie necessarily lets on yeah. and that when Steve's tape was discarded, he technically held the second highest record as well. So that like Billy Mitchell held the record in 82, Steve beat it and then Steve tried to beat it again. Oh, and that's what it was. And so oh, when the well. tape was called into question, but there's some questions about that as to yeah. whether Steve's record was actually a different thing. It's it's regardless the piece of cinema that's put up on the screen tells a fucking fantastic story with yeah. the footage that's used. So I say like that kill screen moment is what like everything in that movie just kind of condensed into one. And that's a fun character moment that you point out in the car. Yeah. But like there's something to something great and just about the, the whole amalgamation of the movie just comes into this one one like five minute sequence where it's just this fucking guy just floating around this arcade just being like, "Hey man, <laughs> kill screen coming." Yeah, uh, I just want uh, I just want to let everyone know this kill screen this kill screen coming up. Yeah, that's uh, is there a bathroom? I'm on a, I'm driving across cause cross country here i'm uh, just stopping in for not it. sure oh, wow, you got a but, uh, that's kill, cool kill uh, screen kill screen coming up on donkey kong yeah if i'm over. done with the bathroom i'll well why don't you step look. over to the kill screen just uh, if is, actually, is it, oh it's by the bathroom actually ask the guy on the donkey kong oh, where him. the bathroom is and he's, oh and he's hard of hearing so i should try shoving shout him? shout a little bit <laughs> give him a little bit of nudge okay, too. like thanks. sneak up on him all right here we go kill screen coming up uh, if you guys want to check that out all right i guess i gotta give it up andrew yes uh, that's a great moment. Yes. Billy Mitchell. <laughs> Sells hot sauce as Sells well. Sells hot sauce, yeah. He's a weird guy. We should have him on the show. Well, if we could get him on the show. Let's get him on the show. We'll play this episode for him where we say that he's probably he's more kind of, of a, a douchebag. Kind of a, a bigger scumbag than, than the movie than lets on. Let on. Mark, that's going to do it for this episode of Best of the Best. Good episode. Sad monkey stories. Yeah. That's the title of it. I wanted the title of this episode to be The Kong is On, but clearly the title of the episode is Sad Monkey Stories. Sad Monkey Stories. Mark, if you'd like to submit your own Sad Monkey Story, you can always do that by leaving a message on the flickering box at wordpress.com. You can always subscribe to us on iTunes, or you can listen to Sad Monkey Stories on Stitcher. 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 Which allows you to stream Sad Monkey Stories directly to your smartphone. All that information and more at sadmonkeys.com. And... (laughs) That's the name of our website now. Sadmonkeystories.com. And if you'd like to email us, you can always do that by emailing us at botbpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're feeling really gracious and uh, you want to receive a personalized Sad Monkey Story, Mm -hmm. you can leave a review on iTunes. We'd very much appreciate it. Let people know about this great and wonderful product that we're putting together of... Yeah, me crying while eating a hamburger. Do, doing a review um, really does help us out. It does. It so if you could take a few minutes out of your time, tell friends to put up the review. They don't even have to listen to the show. Whatever, give, fuck give it. The best gift. Just give. Yeah, <laughs> give, give the give the gift of best of the best. Yeah. To others and let the let the world know mm-hmm. how much you fucking despise or not as much despise this podcast. Yeah. Mark, anything else? Um. 
You got any other terrible things to talk about before the end of this fucking year? Uh, I don't want to give it all away just yet. All right, there we'll, is, sa- we'll save it. We got a couple more episodes in the hopper. There we is got some really terrible things to talk about. There is some more really, really awful news that I'm going to be very happy to share oh, with everybody. Yes. yes, yes. So be on the lookout for that, everybody. That's going to do it. We'll see you next time. <laughs>